0: Spread your wings. If you'll turn in your Bible with me, please, to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. Isaiah 40:31. You do not have a Bible? There's a Bible located in the seat in front of you. And we encourage you to get to know God's Word, make it personal in your life. Spread your wings. Wow. How many of us have ever heard, spread your wings? We've heard that phrase before. You know, you can, you can talk to somebody that's uh, an enthusiastic speaker or, been, or they want to encourage you to fly, to reach to levels you've never reached before. To go to heights and, and, and experience things you've never experienced before. That's what spreading your wings are all about. Oftentimes, we don't even realize the potential of our wings or the, the magnitude of our wings. Last week, we spoke about the seed from within and just what the potential that we have in Christ Jesus. And church, I'm going to ask you a question today. Do you feel you have potential? Let me hear you say amen. 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 Do you feel that you can reach heights that you've never reached before with God's help? Amen. We can go to places that we've never been before with whose help? God's help. Isn't that awesome? But it's very sad for me to think in my life that when we consider our upbringing and we consider our home life, where it's hindered us from soaring like we should. Most of us without a raise of hands can say, I was raised with a functional family. Mom and dad were in that home. They were active in my life. They They had such a positive influence in my life. And then there's some that would say, my home life was shattered. It was a wreck. It was dysfunctional. There was so much hurt, so much pain, so much animosity and anger in that home. It was dysfunctional. And today, we're going to call that our chicken coop. And oftentimes in our chicken coops, it isn't as sweet smelling as it should be. It isn't as great as it should be. Today I'm not going to go deep into God's Word, but what I want to do is make it applicable to your life to spread your wings. To do something you've never done. And I know last week you heard the DNA of your pastor. But this week I know that God wants to take you like He did the, the, the children of Israel. He wants to pick them up. He wants to lift them up to new heights. We lack in our schedules. We lack in our own discipline. We lack in our finances. We lack to be structured in our life. But God wants you structured, and today is a new beginning for you. Today is a new start where you can make a difference. Love the scripture verse. I can do all things through Christ that gives me the strength. If we look in Isaiah forty thirty one. I love this. One of my favorite verses. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. They shall run and not be weary. Hmm. Maybe in your own life, you've had to ask yourself some questions. I can't run. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I can't move on. I can't push forward. It's difficult. But I think of an eagle and the the majesty of that eagle and the strength of an eagle. And I think of God the Father when He swoops down and He picks us up. How many of you have flown before? Isn't it a weird feeling? You're like hovering. This big, heavy thing is hovering in the sky. 747 jet. I get on there and all I do is start praying. God, help me get this thing off the ground and land it safely. Please do not let these tires pop when they slam on those brakes. That's all I ever say. And as soon as that plane takes off, you're pushed in your seat and you feel what the G-forces or whatever that are against you, and it's climbing, and it's climbing higher. And all of a sudden, you're sitting back like this, and you're thinking to yourself, don't blow an engine. I know that's what I think. I know that's terrible to think, but that's me. And, uh, you know, and I'm looking out, and you see that wing out there going... (laughs) And I'm thinking to myself, now this is faith. This is true trusting in God. But isn't that how God the Father is? He takes the burdens of our life, the heavy parts of our life, and even though He lifts us up and we start to rise up and we're climbing, as soon as it levels out, it becomes a smooth ride. Why in Scripture did God use the eagle? Why in Scripture did God want to talk about lifting us up, helping us in our tired moments, in those weary moments, but encouraging us to live our life in Him. They shall, what? Walk. They shall run. They shall sprint and not be tired. Chickens. you going, Pastor, where are you going with this? I'll let you know in just a minute. What is a chicken? What's the life of a chicken. You know, I, I wrote some things down. Chickens love to go with the flow and follow other chickens. How many of you raise chickens? That's an experience, isn't it? All I've got to say is, why do they stink so bad? And we eat it. I'm kind of concerned about that myself. But if one chicken wanders out of the chicken coop, all of the others follow. They may not even know where they're going, but they don't want to miss out on anything that's going on. They make big deals over small matters. When a chicken lays an egg, all other chickens in the chicken yard find out. If one finds a worm or a bug in the dirt, they all want it. All the chickens in the yard will pursue it and kill the other chicken for what? A little bug? Are you kidding me? They eat anything they can pick on, especially if another chicken is eating it. Some chickens are bullies. They love to take stuff away from the other fellow chickens and they pick on other smaller ones than them. Some even love to show off. Have you seen a a chicken crowing at four in the morning? I've heard them. I haven't really sat out and watched them. I used to remember when I'd go to the hauler there in Kentucky and and you'd hear all the chickens crowing because everybody had them in their yard. And what is that too? You know, we we talk about the chicken coop. We'd see them fenced up. But in Kentucky, forget it. Everybody runs free. And they seem to find their way back home. I guess the creek kind of keeps everything confined. But they love to show off. Have you ever noticed it like a chicken when they stretch themselves? That's a chicken for you. Chickens are not interested in heavenly things. They're content with the chicken coop, scratching the dirt for food, always looking down. They are earthbound, and most will not fly long distances. It brings me to this pondering thought by Dr. Eldon Taylor. I don't know if you've ever read the book, The Chicken Versus the Eagle. It's pretty simple, maybe elementary, but there's some truth to what he had to say. There was a time when an eagle was flying around and he was soaring and he was looking for food, often looking for a mate as well. And as he was soaring and he was flying around, he looked down and he saw this chicken coop. And he saw all the chickens down there. But as he zoned in, because they have keen eyesight, that eagle flew down there. And he sat and perched right on that fence. So as he sat and perched on that fence, he said to what appeared as an eagle, but was a chicken? Not really, it was an eagle. See, this eagle was put in this pen with a bunch of chickens. All of a sudden, this chicken, which was an eagle, now remember, I always tell my kids, we are who we hang with, we conform to our atmosphere. Be very careful who you hang with. Here's this eagle who is perched there and looks down and says, Hey, you, come here. And as the thing moves like a chicken, walks over, and they hold on a conversation. He goes, Hey, what are you doing here? You're beautiful. Well, we know what the male chicken was looking for. I mean, the male eagle was looking for the female eagle. And she says to him, Well, what do you mean I'm beautiful? And he says, what are you doing in here? You're amongst a bunch of chickens. Do you understand? And she goes, understand what? Cock-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> cluck cluck I don't know. And so she ends up saying, whatever chickens do, I don't know. I don't raise them. But anyhow, so he says, you're not supposed to be in here. You're an eagle. And she puffs her chest up and she says, I most certainly am not. I'm a chicken. He said, But you are an eagle. Let's fly. Spread your wings and fly. She said, Wings? I don't have wings to fly. He said, You most certainly do. You have wings to fly. Let's soar together. Let's make beautiful music together. She says, Hey. And meanwhile, all the other little chickens saw that big eagle just perched there, thinking, We're dinner. And they ran into the chicken coop. A place of safety for them. And that Mrs. Eagle looked at Mr. Eagle and said, Hey, did you see that over there? Immediately, as he turned to look, that eagle went into the chicken coop. Why? That's all she knew. She was never taught. She never knew to spread her wings. You see, most of them, what? Chickens spend their time fighting and arguing, eating dirt, always looking on the ground and confined to the chicken yard, never fully understanding their fullest potential, never understanding, listen, you have it within you. You can soar like an eagle. And she said, what do you mean? She never stretched out her wings to realize the magnitude of who she was, the strength of who she is. Isn't that like our Christian life? God created us for His glory. God created us for His majesty. God created us in His image. And listen, church. You will never be like Christ if you don't conform to the image of Him. Do you hear me? We can come to church, we can listen to the message, but until you realize who you are, He can never use you in the capacity that He wants to. And I'm going to stand up here today and tell you I do have some flaws. I have sin in my life. You heard me say last week, I'm admitting that my father was an alcoholic. I'm admitting the hang-ups that were in my family. But I'm here to tell you today that with God, He's changing my life daily. And until you get from the mentality of a chicken who's always clucking and looking at the ground, and until you change that mentality to looking up towards to the kingdom, towards God, you'll never change who you are. You must realize that God has great potential within you. And I know that I'm, I'm pushing forward to spiritual gifts, and I'm realizing that understanding who we are and the potential that we have as a church We've got to embrace it. And church, today is the day that you embrace it. Forget about what took place in the chicken coop. Forget about what took place in your house. Forget about all the things that were taught to you and get back to the one important thing, and that's His Word. Build a foundation for your family upon the Word of God. Sharing with my daughters today, no disrespect anybody. But as I said, girls, grab your Bibles, it's church. Oftentimes, I'm busy in the morning, and I I will grab my stuff and forget to tell them, don't forget your Bibles. And most of you are saying, well, they should remember that themselves. You're exactly right. And I explained to them, well, we've got the Bible app on our phone. But when I think of a book that's like this, I have a hard time grabbing my, my cell phone and comparing the two. And if that's what you do, that's fine. I don't mind. But I was telling the girls, what happens if technology goes down? Do you have the book? Do you have God's holy word? If the battery goes dead in the middle of church, do you have this book open? See, we have to make sure that we start teaching great principles in the coop in order to change who we are outside that coop. Let's pray quickly. Father, we thank You so much for Your Word today. Lord, I pray that You'll challenge all of us to embrace Your Word, to to apply it to our lives and become better. Lord, there's some in this room, Lord, You're you're ministering to right now. Father, I pray that You'll do a work. And Lord, we'll realize the magnitude of who we are because of You. Thank You, Father, for Your Word. Thank You for the illustration of the eagle and what it means. And Lord, I hope that I can, with clarity, explain it today. Hide me in your shadows. Hide me behind the cross. In your name we pray. Amen. Character traits of an eagle. Characteristics we derive from the eagle. Strength. Two types of eagles are called, what, golden and imperial. Golden refers to divinity. Imperial means having supreme authority. Isn't it amazing? When you look at that picture of an eagle, doesn't it just make you just stop and look at that kind of in awe? Like, Wow, that's amazing. Those birds are huge. They've got strength. There's just power behind an eagle. And, and among the birds, when you look at that, you think, now that's a leader. I wonder why the United States uses the eagle as a representative of strength, of honor, of power. It says one great thing, their keenness, their eagle eye. They're swift. They're courageous. They, they exuberate freedom. I mean, they have power. But then we must look at the anatomy of the eagle and realize that they, they can grow up to seven foot within the wingspan. And that's amazing. I'm 5'11". And to think seven foot, once that eagle spreads its wings, the strength that's behind the wings... And for whatever reason, I've watched eagles, and when they soar, why aren't they like that 747 jet with that wing out there shaking like this? They seem to be steady and just gliding because there's power, because God created them. Perfect. Twelve pounds in weight. A keen eye, eyesight. They can spot a rabbit two miles away. The ruler of the sky, nothing escapes its vision or eyesight. They have a vision that's 270 degree peripheral vision. It's amazing what they can see. Acute depth perception, clear membrane that protects its eye. Its strength enables it to carry well over its own body weight. It has been reported that an eagle can carry a lamb. It replaces its feathers each year. You see, feathers are designed to conserve body heat in the winter. And to keep them cool in the summer, it adapts to its own territory and external conditions cannot affect the eagle's flight. What is unique about the eagle when molting, it never is left incapacitated like some molting birds. They wait upon the Lord. They renew their strength. They shall be replenished, replaced, and they refresh themselves. Psalms 103, verse 5 says, And the youth is renewed like the eagles. And you think when we're tired and He lifts us up and He strengthens us, that we're renewed day by day. And it's amazing to me that when we think of reaching our full potential, we can either say we want to be like a chicken, stay on the ground, look at the dirt, stay in the same atmosphere we've been in, or soar high like an eagle. And I've never in seven years ever given an illustration of a chicken versus an eagle. And I've never compared animals. But I've got to tell you, as the Lord revealed it to me this past week, as I was praying for God's guidance, I want to spread my wings. I want to reach my full potential for Christ. I want to be like an eagle. But more than anything, I want to be more like God. I want my characteristics and my traits to be more like him. In Proverbs chapter thirty, you can turn there Proverbs thirty It says in verse eighteen, There be there be three things which are too wonderful for me, yea, four which I know not. The way of an eagle in the air the way of an eagle in the air. They reach speeds of, more, uh, of up to 150 miles per hour. They soar to heights up to a half a mile. Dives at speeds more than 200 miles per hour. Glides of altitudes over 2,500 feet. Does all this appear to do it effortlessly? Eagles have been seen to be soaring almost motionless. And hurricane force winds. They have great lifting power. The eagle can fly higher and greater. The lift power and the updrafts of turbulent winds. Gives him a bigger view because he can get higher and it gets him to levels no one else is allowed. But the eagle uses less effort to get there he rides the winds he doesn't flutter his wings like a hummingbird and it and allows the eagle to stay higher longer he spirals, spirals can I spit it out today he spirals to find the updraft which helps him to fly higher how many of you have said you know it's difficult to climb up there remember when I was called into the ministry. When I was a little boy, I couldn't pronunciate my R's very well. Matter of fact, my twin sister and I both had difficulties. And I remember Mrs. Bockley, her name's Barkley, but I remember Mrs. Bockley telling me, Todd, you can do it, you can soar. You've got to train yourself and believe that you can do it. And you know, it wasn't before long. And it was fun. I always loved going to speech class. And I'm thankful that there was a speech therapist, a speech teacher that was there. For only God knew that I would be standing in front of people trying to say the word spiral like I just did. See, now you know why I sometimes trip over my tongue. Because it was an R that was in there. But only God knew where I had inadequacies. I had shortcomings. And so He pre-positioned me and He placed me in a place where I could go through training. How many of you would say, like the chicken, I I just don't feel like I have potential. I don't feel like I can do it. I mean, I I know in my life I've done things that that I've never really embraced before. I, I mean, I... It's difficult, but okay, I'll do it. When you identify with your spiritual gift, you know what you're going to say? Oh, no, uh huh. No, I don't think so. That's not my spiritual gift. And when you take the test, we welcome all members again this Sunday nights here in February to be a part of our spiritual gift class so that you can be better placed within this ministry. And as last week I said, we don't want a, a teacher shoveling because a teacher doesn't want to shovel. That's not their spiritual gift. And they'll hate all of us if they're out shoveling when they're supposed to be teaching the kids. We don't want uh, somebody that's supposed to be teaching singing. And if your gift is singing, we, we really don't want you teaching. We'll try to plug that in. But how many of you would say, I, I just, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, when I took the spiritual gift test and I was prophet, and this is when I was 15 years of age. I was prophet and exhorter. My minor was exhorter. I thought, prophet? Uh, you, a prophet sees things black and white. <laughs> my wife's up here. Hmm, mm-hmm. Preach it, preacher. Go ahead, just tell them. I didn't realize till I was like 20-some years old. Wow, that's my life. There's no gray. It's either black or white. My wife's like, honey, you need to be a little bit softer with, you know, how you say that or what you say. It was very easy for me as a young man to say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and run a company. This is what I want to do. And you know, when I was at Lucerne Products and I ran that company, I thought this is going to be good because I was very black or white. It was this way or no way. But thank God He also gave me the spiritual gift of exhorter to soften that area in my life. Because an exhorter wants to encourage. An exhorter wants to help. An exhorter wants to edify. And a prophet, they'll beat you down. And before, you, before long, you're laying on the ground bleeding. He's walking away. Thank God, he's always training me, molding me, fashioning me. Just like the eagle, there were difficult things in that eagle's life. And I'm going to show it to you today. And I want you to put yourself in the place of an eagle and, and to think in your life. And I know it's kind of weird preaching a message like that. But really, I really want you to put yourself in the image of God. And He was the creator of the eagle. But, but the, the reality of the magnitude of this eagle and the flight of that eagle. What does the eagle do? It cares for its young. Listen closely. One, an eagle mates for life. Praise God. We as Christians, need to, we need to adapt to that. For better, for worse. For richer, for poorer. Till death do us part. Amen, preacher! And I understand, too, that there are circumstances. You're being abused, you seek counsel, or you run for your life. And I know God understands. So, and, and there's also in the Scriptures, as it talks about in Romans, reasons for divorce. But try hard. And if you've tried every avenue to keep your marriage together, I encourage you. And if not, you know what? i 'm blessed that you found a mate for life. I really am, and that encourages me as well. It says they nest in high places, the protection is for surveying, and that they have a launch pad and Speaking of that, um, you know about the marriage thing, I just want to back up, and i 'm just going to incorporate this. I would like all of you to know that Stephen Cassie got engaged last week. That was an advertisement. Okay, back to the message. And uh, an eagle. Here's what they do with that baby. They take that baby and listen to, to the comparisons. They take that child and all of a sudden, it looks at mom and dad and says, Oh, no, I'm not. And dad says, Oh, yes, you are. And that baby says... Oh, no, I'm not. That is far, far away down there. I am not going to do it. You know what he says? Oh, yes, you are. You're going to take the plunge. But what do we see from the eagle? That baby says, Okay, Dad. Okay, Mom. I'll do it. Well, really, they get to the edge and they look down again. and Now, all of a sudden, Mommy just gives them that nudge. And they go spiraling, spiraling, down to the ground. They don't get to the ground. Because you know what's beautiful about that mommy? She swoops down and she picks that baby up. And she carries that baby back up. And they start all over again. And another illustration, an eagle also take that child and they will spiral up and get very, very high up. And once they get to the top, they will let go of that child and that baby will fall. And all of a sudden, she comes down, or he comes down and swoops him up. How many of you have seen Rescuers Down Under? She you love that movie from the 90s, then you'll love this clip. Now, this is a perfect picture of truly what it's like when all of a sudden, you know what, you start to fall. And I think it's a great picture of exactly what will happen when an eagle will grab a hold. And I want you to look at this picture as it's continuing to run That's God the Father. He loves us where we're at. And even though we have shortcomings in our life, and even though we see some areas in our life that need improved, we start to fall. We fall back into our addictions. We fall back into the anger. We fall back into a place where, you know what? I need help. So what I love about this is that the eagle, all of a sudden... Is that little guy, what happens? He starts to fall off the cliff. And as he's fallen, it's a picture of even God the Father. When he sees us falling, he comes down and he picks us up. And all of a sudden, we're able to reach new heights that we've never reached before. We're able to go for a ride. And so he opens up his eyes, and he realizes, this is unbelievable. First of all, he said, I'm alive. That's what's actually going on in this picture here. But then all of a sudden, he, as, he, as he rides on the eagle, in just a few moments, he'll look in that eagle's eye, and there's a level of trust that takes place. There's a level of trust. And so all of a sudden, you start to see that, you know what, there's fear and so he looks into the eye and says, wow. See, and there, w- there was a sign. There was an affection of love that came. Isn't that how God is? He says he'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He'll always be there for you. And it makes me think of rescuers down under. How all of a sudden, when we start to backslide in our life and we start to lose sight of who he is, that God grabs a hold of us. You guys, cartoons in the middle of church, right? And I'm narrating the whole thing. But this is my story, so I get to do that. For those listening to the podcast, uh, turn on Rescuers Down Under. And I I love this picture here as they're starting to soar down and he gets to see from a whole other perspective what it's like. And when we give our life to God, we get to go on the ride of our lifetime. And when we realize that, you know what, we can fly, then God gets to take us through experiences we've never, we've never gone on before. And then all of a sudden, he's like, how's this going to stop? And so he picks that little guy up and safely returns him back to where? The coop, the nest, where there's safety where there's comfort. And that's how God the Father is. We all need to be in a place where we realize that when we're starting to slip, we're starting to fail, we're starting to fall, that He wants to pick us up. He wants to change us. Most of us will probably say, I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. But God the Father is always there. Listen closely as I'll show you exactly where God came in and swooped, came in, swooped down, and this is the Bible. The Lord bore the Israelites on eagles' wings. When they had no water or food, He swooped down and He provided it for them. When Moses faced the Red Sea, God swooped down and parted it. When the walls were falling down, he swooped down and saved Rahab and her family. When you were wandering, lost in your life, he swooped down and he saved you. When David was facing a giant, he swooped down and dropped him with one stone. If God is all-powerful and he's on your side, how can you lose? If God is for us, who can be against us. How to overcome the chicken mentality. We see the magnitude of the eagle. We realize the life of a chicken. And here's what I believe God's Word will say as we conclude this morning. It says, Be watchful and vigilant as an eagle. First Peter 5, 8 says this, Be sober and vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks about as a roaring lion, seeking about whom he may devour. Be confident at rest. Soar above the storms of life. Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 and 2 says, If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things of this earth. See, the eagle was setting his affections on things above. The chicken was doing what? Setting his affection on things below. God wants us to refocus. God's speaking to you today. God wants you to change your focus. God wants you to change your direction. You've got to surrender to that. You've got to let God use you and work through every situation. It says, God has quickened us together with Christ and has raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Don't let yourself be intimidated by anything. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. And I love what it says in 2 Timothy. Turn there with me real quick. 2 Timothy 1.7 How many of you would say you're afraid of heights? Go ahead, raise your hands. We've all been afraid of heights. How many of you are afraid of the unknown? Raise your hands. Amen. We're afraid of what we don't know. So here's where the preacher brings it right down and brings it to home for all of us. All over, rescuers down under. <laughs> here's what he says. Don't be fearful. And he says, I need glasses, don't I? Okay. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by putting on of my hands. God has not given us the spirit of what? Of fear, But of power and of love and of sound mind, be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace which he was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Whereunto I am appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles, for the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Glory! Glory! Do you know what this says? Listen closely. It says here, listen, I've already stirred up the gifts within you. You guys have full potential. When you don't think you can sing, try singing. If you don't think you can preach, try preaching. If you don't think you can greet, try greeting. If you don't think you can be on the hospitality team, try being hospitable. If you don't think you have mercy, be merciful. Because it says here, listen, that we all are appointed a gift. And it says in there, as I started off, some may have the gifts of laying on of hands, of healing, of touching people's lives. But you'll never understand that and reach your full potential until you come to a place where you stop Fearing, we have Americans all over the place let me demonstrate junior come here buddy let me put your your tennis shoes on now sit here dad's going to get your tennis shoes okay sit now sit sit no I said sit the little guy's sitting there and he's squirming around what are we doing We're trying to protect him from falling and busting his face on the floor, right? Better yet, we're trying to help them to not get hurt. But let me ask you this question. If that baby falls off that table and I go to put shoes on, do you think he'll squirm and try to get off that table ever again? No. Because all of a sudden he realized, I need to trust. Dad said, sit still. God the Father speaks to us daily. And we don't listen. And what do we do? We fall. We bust our face. We hurt our knee. We cry. The reality is, we're not listening. And if we're going to soar, and if we're going to leave the coop, where all this hurt and this pain was stirred up, because we're all sinners saved by grace, then we must realize we've got to leave the yard. We've got to leave the coop. And we've got to soar above it, rise above it, and become exactly what God created us to be. Not our will, but His will be done. We know this Scripture. Amen? God wants to change us. He wants to remake us. I really believe from my journeys 1,000 miles south to Florida that God's dealt with me in areas of my life. Now it's up to me to listen. Today it's up to you to listen. Be confident when going through a dry season. God is going to supply all your needs according to His riches and glory. Don't give up and stand on your faith because without faith it is impossible to please God. Increase your faith. Allow God to motivate you. Allow Him to do something great in your life. I believe in you, and I know if I believe in you, He believes in you even more, because it says in His Word that He's put within you these gifts. So use them for His glory. Adapt to and defend the territory that God has given you. Ephesians six thirteen says what? Take you, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the evil day and having done all to stand. Then last, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understandings. Trust in Him. Have faith in Him. First Corinthians one twenty five says, The foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. We were created by God Almighty to fly. We were created by God Almighty to fly. To fly. To reach heights that we've never experienced before. To see things from the heavens. Not to have the mentality of a chicken where you're, where you're raised with the same beliefs as so many. The negative thinking. The chicken yard beliefs. Not smart enough. Not old enough. Not good looking enough. Too stupid. You don't try hard enough. That's evil. That's bad. You do understand that if you have chicken yard beliefs, those beliefs can block you from what you want in life, what you're entitled to, your highest steps. Are you accepting all that you're worthy of? You were created to be like an eagle. So fly. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The children of Israel had to realize That in order to run, they needed to trust. And God wanted to lift them up like an eagle and give them power and majesty and glory. In your life today, and I'm closing, where have you just given up? Where have you said, you know what, I'm tired, I can't do it anymore. I'm, I'm leaving it up to him or her. I, I just can't. I'd, I'd much rather stay in the chicken coop and I would much rather just be content with such things as I have. I'm going to waller in my own misery. I'm not going to soar like an eagle. Well, I encourage you today, everything that was told to you, and if there was abuse or there was anger, or you were violated, You don't have to accept that. For there is victory in Jesus. And at the foot of the cross, there is freedom. And Jesus Christ wants to heal you from all of your pain. He wants to heal you from the wounds of your life. And He wants to take you to places you've never been before. Will you trust and obey? For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. And if God is speaking to you today, we always have a time of invitation and reflection. I ask you to come, and I ask you to surrender your life to Him. I ask you, in the quietness of this moment of reflection, of invitation, if you've been dealing with something in your life, be free from it today. Let God work a miracle in your life. So your Jerusalem journal, as Miss Leslie read earlier, will say, look, he or she is soaring like an eagle. And God has done a work in their life. Can I hear you with a amen? Say that, believe this with me in my heart, that today I believe God can do a work in me. When we didn't trust in Him today, let's all stand as we close. Father, we come to you today, and we're thankful, Lord, for Your Word. We're thankful that we can have a time where, Lord, we can meditate and realize that we need to soar like an eagle. Lord, we thank you for a, a magnificent bird that Lord made a difference and today. Father, pray that. It will resonate in our heart and our life. Not, We don't have to stay in the chicken coop. Lord, the things that have kept us in that place, Lord, I pray that You'll deliver us today. Lord, I pray that You'll lift us up on eagle's wings. I pray that You'll lift us up and realize just how holy You are. And Lord, that we'll have a closer relationship with You. If there's somebody here today that don't know, You, Father, as Lord and Savior, I pray that You'll prick their heart and that they'll come forward and make a decision. Lord, I pray that You'll do a work in their life. Lord, do a work in my life. Do a work in each one of us. We thank You for Your Word. We thank You that, Lord, we don't have to be tired. For, Father, You'll give us the strength to do what we need to do for Your kingdom. We ask this in Your name. Amen.